What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Nuclear Bunker. We got Spectre. Welcome back. We got Element, and we got my man Spider. And today we're going to be going over our work stories today. Tales from retail, but not the Reddit kind. It's going to be our personal stories. Get right into it, huh? Yep. Uh, who's starting off? Let's, let's I see Spectre start. He was excited for this podcast. All right. All right, let's do it. So I work in a restaurant, right? I I work as a host, and yeah. this literally this literally happened last night, bro. Oh, okay. I I put a party of six on a wait list, right? Yeah, this, yeah, understandable. Yeah, right. They didn't <laughs> give me a name. They did not give me a a number or like a phone number so I could text them. It's like, hey, your table's ready. These motherfuckers really had the nerve to get mad at me when I called out for their name in person. I said, yo, this is a party of six. No answer for like 20 minutes. And then I see the party of five and then they come up and they're like, they start yelling at me like, hey, we were here first. Like, bro, I called out for y'all. Y'all motherfuckers just ignored me. That's your fault. That's not on me. That's crazy. And then, Um and then bro really had the nerve to be like, oh, I gave you a phone number. I showed him the file that he gave me. It was I listed as a party six for a fifteen minute wait. There was no name. I had to put question marks, and then there was no phone number. So I literally had no way of telling him, "Hey, your table's ready." That's crazy. Wow. And well, man, yeah, people just amaze me. That's crazy. That's facts. Like, bro, how are you gonna get mad at me and you don't fucking listen? Like, this is your fault. Right. Oh, I have so many stories about that particular statement right there. It's crazy. Working fast food, I'll tell you what, that is just the embodiment of fast food right there. You got people I that had... come in, they be staring at that screen and they're like, Can I get a can I get a can I get a and you're like, Can you get a what? Please tell me what you want to get. Oh, I don't I don't get people like that because I literally get the same thing every single time. Right? And it's like it's 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 like literally McDonald's boat. The menu does not change. Just you should know before you even enter the building. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, <laughs> like you should, like you should be walking in. They greet you. You say, like you greet them back, and be like, "Can I get this item?" Like, bro, yeah. it should not be that fucking hard. You know what you get normally. Why are you being so fucking hard headed? Right? It, it amazes me. And then you got people come in. They're like, "This is my first time here," and it's they kind of stare at you, and you're like, "You want me to say congratulations?" Kind of holler through the store. Hey, it's this guy's <laughs> first time here. Like, what, what do you want me to do about cookie? that? Like you want a fucking cookie? Congratulations! <laughs> McDonald's. Can I take your goddamn order? Right. <laughs> Please. Um, I actually had a um a story where it sounded like and looked like a creep who was following these people, um, at a trampoline park, oh, and shit. it was all a big misunderstanding. So like we had shifts, right? And we would switch shifts every. I think it was every thirty, forty-five minutes. For example, if I went to the um, the foam pit for 45 minutes, then I went to the um, the trampolines for 45 minutes. You know, we, mm, we switched okay. shifts, we changed them, changed it up. So we're not doing the same thing for eight hours. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, these two people, I guess they were around 2019-ish. They were like a couple, you know. Um. We started out with the, you know that ball we like swing on and jump into the foam? Yeah. We had one of those. Yeah. Oh, no, that's um, that's where I started my shift at in Daywoodale, and I helped them with that. And then they went to the foam pit. I went to the foam pit, and then they went to the like the basketball foam pit. I went to the basketball foam pit, and I was too nervous to speak up for myself because, like, OMG, they think I'm following them. And sure enough, they said that. 
Luckily, one of my coworkers came along and explained the situation because I was not standing up for myself. <laughs> I was just standing, sitting there, just OMG, they're talking about me, and wasn't I mean, doing shit. I wouldn't take that because, <laughs> like, I was scared out of my mind, bro. I was scared he was about to pull hands with me. <laughs> <laughs> really gonna fight you over a phone? That's stupid. Middle of the trampoline park, you're like, yo, this dude's following me. I'm about to throw hands on him. No, but like that's what I had in my mind, bro. Because that's the way that we were talking. That's what... mm-hmm. so. In fact, another story about that trampoline park, which is why I left. Um, I followed my best friend Dale because I didn't know what job to get at the time. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I was Dale for about two months. She left because apparently the trampoline park picked out her brother for being some sort of pedophile. Oh, obviously that wasn't true. So, <laughs> um, she left immediately. I, on the other hand, put it on two weeks' notice. Um, anyways, the management, which, by the way, was, like, all teenagers, because they were, like, kids of the owners. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, she took it out on me, and we had this system where, for safety reasons, we put our phone up in, like, a, in the office, so we're not mm-hmm. looking at our phone in case the kid is drowning in foam or something like that. Um, so I couldn't get my phone back until I mopped the whole floor. Oh no, well, that's ridiculous. After that's, I that's, out. that's bullshit. Yeah, that's when I left. But that's yeah. See, me, I would, I would have said, "Fuck the two weeks' notice. I'm leaving right now with my phone." Yeah, that's in my what hands. I did. That's what I did. Bro, Good call. I had to mop the floor before I could get my phone back. They were literally stealing my phone. Nah, but see, a two weeks' notice isn't technically required. It's just, you know, common courtesy. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Because when they fire you, they don't give you a two weeks' notice. They're like, hey, we're going to fire you in two weeks. Get the hell <laughs> yeah. Out. No. <laughs> I know, but you can literally just walk out and be like, all right, cool. I'm done. Don't got to be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy, too, because, like, like talking about the two weeks' notice and whatnot, you can just say, I quit, and then go to apply for another job. And they're like, hey, let me just call your previous job and see how things yeah. end and they'd be like, yeah, he just quit. And they're like, oh, damn. Well, I guess we don't want him in our in our company. Yeah, like, so that's why I always did two weeks notice. Like, I did a two weeks notice at McDonald's. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm. don't, but, I mean, that, my dad told me about that type of thing. So I just always done it. But that type of yeah. park was the only time I actually didn't fulfill those two weeks. And that's a that's a perfectly fair reason not to, to be honest. Yeah. See, what's cool about two weeks' notice is that even if you give one and then they fire you immediately after, they, they are legally required to pay you for those next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they yeah. don't, you can sue them. It was so awkward, too, because my payment still wasn't, like, acting up right. So I had to walk in to accept this letter after I quit with all my paycheck in it. It was, mm-hmm. like, super awkward. It was like, super awkward. But. Hey, they, they made it happen. It's their fault. Yeah. <laughs> No, I got oh, a story. Um, I, 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 got a, I got a bunch, and they're all like Karen stories. Oh, I love those. Let's hear them. All right. So this one was actually two days ago. It was, what was it, today, Sunday? It was on Friday, right? These, these fat fucks, right? They come in with McDonald's. They come into a, a, another, like a sit-down joint with McDonald's. They're all fat, right? They, they come in. They sit. They, they, we have to give them our bigger table because they're fat. Oh, uh, yeah. Average American. Average <laughs> 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 oh, facts. Right. So we had to give him our bigger table, like our bigger table that's more, that's mainly for like parties of like six, seven, or eight, even. Like, yeah. How, like, how, like how many kids there are. Uh-huh. We had to give them that for a party of four. Damn. Right. So 
we they ordered food, right? They waited 20 minutes to eat it, and then it gets cold. They scream at me for a manager. Thankfully, my cool manager was working that night. Yeah. And so I get him. I'm like, yo, these fat fucks. Uh, yeah, they're mad about their food. Did and you so ask me say it like that? Yeah, I, I told I told them straight up. I'm like, yo, these fat fucks are mad about their food. <laughs> and so it was me, the server for that section, and then our manager. We all went over, and we fucking told them. They're like, hey, what seems to be the issue? Oh, they said, oh, our food is cold. And then in the corner, like, they tried to hide it, but yeah, you could see the McDonald's. What they were trying to do is essentially they were trying to get a free meal by yeah. confirming that the, the food is cold. When we can see on our registry that you ordered the food, and usually it takes you know, 10, 15 minutes to cook and, mm-hmm. you know, bring it out. It said ordered food 35 minutes ago, served 21 minutes ago. Like, they let it sit there. Like, it had not been touched. Like, what the fuck? See, like, I couldn't even do that, but if I got food, my first instinct is to just eat the whole thing of fries. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get how people wait to eat food. Like, sit in the car and wait to bring it home. So I don't even get how you could wait in the restaurant and not eat food. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, if you're doing drive through I understand that. You know, you take it yeah, and you go yeah. home and eat it, but... But I'm like, even then, you know, even when I'm driving, if I go to, like, a stop sign, I'll just grab a handful of fries and stuff them up my mouth. <laughs> That's fact. No, like, yep. like, we even have, like, to go. Like, you can literally say, hey, can we take our food to go? Or not even, you don't even have to sit down. Literally just, literally just come, up yeah. to, come up to the spot and be like, hey, can I place a to-go order? I will literally go get my to-go host for you. And fucking, like, you know, they'll have him take your order. But no, you decided to be a little bitch about it and fucking... And then they, they wanted food. We told them no. They didn't get they didn't get a free meal. I'm not. We're not letting this slide. Yeah. Because their order their order was like sixty bucks. Oh wow. They Damn. got they got like six burgers. Six. That's crazy. I wouldn't have been surprised if they just took all that cold food home too. <laughs> they did. They did. I mean, of they would course. have to. They would lose sixty dollars if they didn't eat it. No, right? Because here was the plan. I here's here's what we saw as their plan. So they came in with cheap ass food. They ordered the food. Then they got the manager so that way it would be comped so they could get it for free. And then they could just take it home and warm it up. Does anyone else just hate the taste of microwaved fries? Like, no, that's right. no yeah. bro, if you microwave fries, where you are too deep in the trenches, you cannot. Yeah. Make- Truthfully, like most food like microwaved is just not good anymore. You well, got I mean, one chance to eat it, and then it's some like, food like you know, piece of microwave is pretty good. But like fries, mm-hmm. it just yeah. I cannot stand that microwaved. It's like ashy or something like that. I don't know how to explain it. It's dry, dry. so here's dry. A quick, here's a quick <laughs> tip for pizza: put a cup of water in the microwave. And then, like, put it with the pizza. Like, put the cup on the like the like in the corner of the microwave, and then put the pizza yeah. in the middle. Yeah, it tastes perfectly. It's like so, like all bubbly and shit. I haven't thought huh. that. Nah, that, shit, that shit's gas. Yes, right. that's basic science. <laughs> shut, shut up. <laughs> and then we had this. Um, I think it was. A, I think it was a to goes. It was either a to-go or someone who had walked in trying to place a to-go order. Anyways, he fucking, he orders food, right? He pays for it. He leaves, and he does not come back. Like, what? He, or, he ordered, like, he ordered, like, $70 worth of food, 
literally placed the to-go order and then doesn't ever come back. So, the- so he just left the food? Yeah, like like we put it back on the rack. We were hoping, oh, okay, cool, maybe he went you know, to his car or something. No, he left. What maybe an it- asshole move. It could have been a Uber Eats rival and his order could have got canceled. Maybe. No, we, no, he literally had we had our to-go host take his order on the on the machine. Oh. He literally paid for his food and then just never came back. That's how weird. Because then that's seventy dollars of food that you can't use again. You have to oh, throw that out now. I mean like the employees yeah. could probably eat it though. No, that was, that, yeah, that's true. That was out there for like four hours. Oh. I was oh. working a clo- I was working a closing <laughs> shift. I like I worked from five to eleven. Like he ordered that shit at like seven nineteen and never mm. came back. It was there when we closed wow. down last night. Damn, that sucks. Like, bro, this shit, like, people people fucking confuse me so much. Mm-hmm. Honestly, all right, I got a good one. I got a good one. All right. All right so speak. I was working. I was working fast food last year, um, and mainly, I mean, I was. I'll be honest here. I'll gloat with myself. I was probably the best worker in that restaurant besides the oh, managers. Saying. Definitely you know saying. Okay. okay. We don't have to talk about that. Anyways, yeah. I was working the drive-thru, right? And it was a busy-ass day. So I was working drive-thru, and I was running back and forth bagging food as well because other people in the restaurant were not great. So yeah. I'm running. I'm taking an order, and I come over, and I start bagging, bagging food, bagging an order for drive-thru. And I hear this voice behind me at the counter like as a uh, dine-in. She's like, excuse me. And... I'm in the middle of an order, right? So I finished taking the order. I turn around. I'm like, what can I help you with? And she's like, I've been waiting here for 10 minutes. Can I get my food? And no. I'm like, I'm sorry. I've got no idea what your food is. Can you give me one second? Because I'm in the middle of an order. And she's like, fine. So I go, I take the order. I bring the food over that I needed for the drive-thru. I come back and I'm like, all right, miss, what's your order? And she's like, I've been waiting longer now. It's this one. And I'm like, well, I'm so sorry. How was I supposed to know that? I'm the one in fucking drive-thru taking other orders, doing other stuff. So I bag her order and I put it on the counter. And she's like, thanks. And I just turn around and go back to the drive thru. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. See, it's one thing to be just impatient. And I feel like that's what a lot of people struggle with when ordering food. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And so. I think just everything could be solved if people just had more patience. That's my mm-hmm. philosophy. I mean, to be fair, I could have been a little bit nicer, but at the same time, yeah. I was completely slammed, right? So I had no time or patience to deal with her as well as my whole drive-thru. Well, yeah, you know walking, I mean, walking that fast food, it just, it takes a huge mental and physical toll on your body. It really does, so yeah. You don't really want to talk to people, you don't want to be nice, and it's not really, you don't want to come across as rude, but you don't put out the extra effort to be nice. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, really I'm using is. the bare minimum of my energy because you are not yeah. worth my fucking time. Yep. <laughs> bare minimum energy for bare minimum pay. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, it's like you get hours, you get tips and shit, but it's like, is that really worth it? Not at all. As a male, tips are not a thing in my vocabulary. Yeah. I, I think I've only got a tip once out of the four jobs I worked at. Crazy. Like, I'm not even joking. I've gotten a couple tips, but they've been like a couple dollars at most. I mean, the jobs that deal with people are always tough. That when is. I was in McDonald's, I worked more on the grill, so I didn't talk to too many people. My next job was hotel, and you know they sort of work at night when the people, or you no, know, during the day when people aren't sleeping. So uh, 
I just sort of avoided people in that job too. Mm-hmm. So there are some jobs where you can just avoid people if you're not a people person. But there's also some jobs like the trampoline park just will overload you with people. You gotta nah, figure out what type of job you want and what type of job you're most suited for. Nah, that's facts. Yeah. It's like if you're not a people person, like getting like a job where you have to talk to people is fucking impossible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I feel a good job. I think a good job for someone who doesn't like talking to people. This might sound fucking ridiculous, but be a librarian, bro. You just sit behind a counter. You get to do nothing all day. Well, technically, actually, no, because you kind of do have to talk. To yeah, people because people will ask about books and stuff like that. See, but that's why I they guess. have like people like in the shelves that are that are like, hey, you let me find this book. But then again, that's they true. also have the computers in the library that show you where the fucking book is. Mm-hmm. That is true. Barely but you can tell people like, shut up, though, so that's an upside. Shut the I fuck think my up. Library, I think they stopped it, but they used to have like this before they moved. It was like a computer where you had to use your library card to log in. So <laughs> basically, if you did not have a library card and you wanted to get a book, or at least to like, you know, read it in the library to sort of like study or something like that. I mean, that's um, kind of required for a yeah. library. You need a fucking card. But I mean, there's some people who were like, Who's like a college student who don't want to buy a book and will just try to look for a book in some random ass library? You're looking for a textbook. Just go on the internet. Yeah. Oh, I'm not happy about buying textbooks this year. I'll tell you guys what. Someone's really going <laughs> to be spending 200, bu- 200 bucks on a book they're never going to use. I mean, yeah. to be fair, I've only had three books right now. Two of them are online. And one of them was eight bucks and the other was 200. So. Wow. I got. Off sheet. At least yeah, for I right now. Lucky. I don't I know did, how uh, I did summer classes and I got lucky. Yeah. Valid. Alright, so anyone got any other stories? I got I got, I got another one, but I got I'm more. Gonna... I got more. I got I All got right. a lot of these. I got a lot of these cooked up. You wanna go first and then I'll do mine? Yeah. Alright, All bro. So we got this one man who who his name is um his name's Brian, right? He's our, right. He's our server. Mm. He's, he was the server that I was working with uh, when, when we had the, the fat fuck story. Yeah. Okay. Right? He had another party of three, but it, except it was, his fat, it was his fat dad, his wife, and his daughter. They were fucking they – were, they were just annoying. And he was screaming at me because the section that we had was closed, and that's where he wanted to sit because he's fucking – he's yelling at me. He's like, I don't want to sit at the fucking bar side. Like, all right, cool. So well, that, that section was filled anyway, so like, it didn't fucking matter. So then I go see if there's, like, the section that he's working at because the the, the left side is, like, it's two sections, right? It's, like, C1 and there's C2. So C1 is where Brian is working, and C2 is closed off because, like, we only had, I think, three servers that, that night because the other ones were phased and out sick. So he fucking, he's, like, I'm so Like, I was going to put him on a wait. And then he's like, "No, no, I see, a, I see an open table right there." I'm like, "No, sir, that that fucking that section is phased. You cannot sit there." He's like, "Let me go talk to your manager." I'm like, "Bro, are you fucking serious? Over a goddamn table that is just, you know, it's not, it's not available." So that's I, one thing I don't get is when people ask for a manager and just expect to get the way, even though they've already set the guidelines. 
they're dead like, fucking wrong. They're not gonna change the rules for just some random com- customer who just walked into the store. That right. doesn't. <laughs> like, like, I, like, who do you think they're more likely going to believe, me or your fat ass? <laughs> so I, I just talked to Brian. I said, "Hey, if I seat them here, can you cover?" He's like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." And he gave them a hard fucking time too. It's like, like he gave him like the the party three. They gave him. My, my man's Brian a hard fucking time. So we went in the back. We just shit talked him for like five minutes. That's just for the best stress relief. That's facts. I wanted to, I wanted to put pe- salt in their fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> Why no, didn't you? <laughs> there's a lot of shit that I do that uh, if I wanted to, uh, I'd get fired. Mm. Better man than I am. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> if I if I had said what I wanted to say to these customers, I'd probably already be fired like three weeks ago. And that's when I started. Yeah. Because <laughs> literally I had I started dealing with shitty customers on day one of my fucking job. That shit was awful. Mm-hmm. See, I never really had any bad customer stories. Um I didn't really work the register until my final job. Speaking of my final job, um nice plug. But um <laughs> I worked at a, uh, I guess like an antique shop is what you might call it. We do furniture, old stuff. It's like a store where people have like booths. So there's like multiple businesses inside of one store. Um, nice. We recently moved, got the whole place set up, and it used to be like an old school or whatnot. So um, anyways, it was my first opening shift. Um the person who was with me, who was supposed to, like, open the doors because he's more, you know, skilled than I am. He's been there longer. He mm-hmm. hasn't shown up yet. Anyways, it was just nearing the time where I need to open because I need to actually get register counted. I need to turn the lights on before we open in, like, five minutes. Um, I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I just need to go in there and do all this stuff. Yeah. So I walked in there with my key, and the alarm starts going off. And I'm, like, thinking to myself... Oh shit, I don't know the passcode. So I, I went over to the alarm, and you know how it has like a. I figured out that if you press like. Just like enter passcode button, it stops the alarm for a few seconds. Yeah. So I'm over here trying to frantically call, text my boss. I was like, yo, how do I turn this thing off? Anyways, I guess after the door time of pressing the enter the code button. I guess after three, because I had like an extra 30 seconds, but I guess after three times, it automatically sets the alarm off. So <laughs> the alarm's blaring. I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Um, manager didn't pick up, but she sent me the message. So, and she turned it off because she could turn it off from a different spot. But, That's cool. Yeah. It was hectic because I was over there panicking. I was freezing. I was like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> before she sent a message, I was like, the alarm's blowing. She's not picking up. My employee isn't here. What do I do? And luckily, the police didn't show up, which I don't think, I don't know if that's a good thing or not, now that I'm saying that out loud. <laughs> but uh, um, I don't know if that's good. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Actually, I don't think they're supposed to show up. I think it's just like, because it's just like the alarms, like it's just a warning, it's like, yo, call the cops. It's not auto- It's not automated. Yeah, right. some systems are, I believe, but yeah, I feel like most of them are just an alarm to throw people off. Yeah. 
And so you just go in the back, just start stabbing people. Stab the customers. <laughs> we also did have a policy since it's an antique store. Um, everything's, you know, super breakable. So we have a policy, basically no refunds. You break um, it. I, was just, I thought it was the you break it, you buy it one. Uh, no, the store covers that. But, what? um Wow. Yeah, so like really? well, for like cheap items, if it's like oh. a piece of furniture, maybe I think. No, it's just um, the no, it's just still apply, it. no matter the price. You break it, you um, fucking buy it. We mm-hmm. have this um sheet where it's like because we do deliveries, you know, like we deliver out to your car if it's a big piece of furniture, and we have this sheet basically saying we're not liable for any damages damages once it yeah. leaves the doors. Yeah. Um. One time I was, I think it was like a small wooden rack. It was like painted gray or something like that. Um, I was helping load a big piece of furniture. I bought that outside too. And I guess the wind, I think it was the wind. I don't know. The woman, for all I know, my back was thrown. For all, so for all I know, she could have just knocked it over. But um, <laughs> I was loading the big wooden dresser into the small van. And it just fell over. Um, the granite concrete just cracked it so it shipped it so the paint came off and she was upset she was like i want a refund and of course just the one time i forgot to make them sign a liable agreement so i felt Yikes. awful did you know those separate businesses um when we give refunds they don't get no money you know yeah so mm-hmm. i felt bad because in the way everyone is getting Hot, you know, the person doesn't get that piece that she wanted. The vendor, who you know is the separate seller, doesn't get the money, and they got a broken piece of furniture now. And the store doesn't get the money. So I hurt three people just because of some wind. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit happens. Yeah, just. And I'm over it now. Just at the time, I was like, OMG, I'm so sorry, blah, 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 blah. And, yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyone got anything else? I'm all out. I am tapped out. I think I am, too. All right. Well, that, that'll go ahead and wraps up this episode of the Nuclear Bunker. Tales from retail, but not the Reddit kind. Mm-hmm. Hope, to see y'all, hope to see y'all at our next episode. Have a great time. Have a great day, y'all. See ya. Peace.